Welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100 plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. This episode is another check-in about the Smart Old House, which is a project my husband Michael and I are working on. Our new house, 1794, it needs a lot of work. And so I thought I would document the process. And I noticed that last time I thought I would document the process. At our old house, the hoarder house, I stopped documenting when things got kind of like a big slog, you know? I didn't want to, I wasn't excited about it anymore. At the beginning, I'm really excited. I think it's going to go great. It's going to be beautiful and it will be beautiful and it won't go as fast as I think. And even though I know this, and even though this is my job, somehow I think my own project will be different. Well, it's not different. I am going to continue with these reports as kind of a dose of realism. In a way, it's tedious and long, and sometimes there's backward progress, and hopefully sometime there'll be a little burst of progress. But anyway, I'm, I'm just going to keep on documenting this one month at a time until it's done. So this is a short check-in. Michael McPhail, co-owner of the Smart Old House, is my guest today. Here's what's been going on. So welcome back to the show, Michael. Here we are for our sixth check-in. It is October. And I have this list of things that have happened last month. Ready? I am ready. Number one, the fuse box. Yes, the fuse box was replaced with a brand new service uh, with breakers that brings this uh, house, electrically speaking, to, into the 21st century. Right. Although it still trips a lot. So we have to we have to fix the actual wiring. But um, but still, so we, we don't have to keep putting new fuses in. We just go down and flip a switch, which is pretty excellent. It's yes, it is. Um, it's much more convenient. And also we got a an exterior car charger. Yes, yeah, so we got a 240 outlet uh, on the outside of the house that connect to uh, our cool new electric car. Well, it's a used uh, it's new to us, but it's a used car, but it's fabulous and we love it and we're very excited about it. That was part of our plan was to get rid of our gas car and be all electric with the electric car and all that. So that's a step. That's a step toward that. Right. And I love that. I do love that car. And I missed our old electric car, so I'm happy to have one again. Okay, number two, the structure. So I had a listener write to me and ask me about fixing the structure on a house. Uh, right. And fixing sagging floors, which is what we're going to be doing. I'm going to have my engineer come on and do a show about this. But what we have had to do is make sure that the roof is strong enough for solar when it comes time. And we wanted that in before the the heating system was installed in the attic because it just seemed like it would be way easier to do that before. So they gutted the whatever was up there. It was like a smoking room. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was a strange, uh, there was a walk-in, kind of big walk-in closet with a, yeah, with a bedroom, a kind of half-done bedroom. 
yeah, I wasn't even say it's half done. It was like a creepy bedroom kind of, but it's just a pull down stair. So anyway, that's gone now. And we have a lot more rafters up there and it's all, it's all beefed up, I guess you would say. Yeah, we did it with uh, double two by sixes. Right. Yep. We, cause we can't really find these LVLs that I was looking for, which is one of the issues that we're having with the first floor structural reinforcement in that, I guess these five inch LVLs, six inch LVLs are not easy to come by or inexpensive. So we're looking for an alternative to that. Yeah, well, there, there's limited headroom. So, and we're going to check about whether we can use two by sixes versus the engineer beams in the basement. Is that correct? Yeah, I think we can use double two by sixes, but I'm just checking with the engineer. Yeah, so I think that's that, that's the way to go probably. Yeah. Just for us, though, by the way, that doesn't mean that's what you should use because ideally they would you would be using something a little little bigger. So don't don't just do that because I just said I just said well, that's what we're using. It's just the, our situation here. Okay, so I wanted to talk about the landscaping. Yes, lots of exciting things happening there. Yeah, you have been planting, doing all the planting, which is which is nice because you let me pick out pick out the uh, specimens and then you plant them. So I pre I appreciate yes. that. So we have planted, you've planted a bunch of uh, grasses around. You've also planted a full rose garden with, I think, probably about 10 rose bushes in this little half moon mm -hmm. garden by the kind of cross from the gazebo. So that's quite lovely. We have also planted a bunch of hydrangeas along the fence, had the arborvitae removed, which I thought was going to go differently than it did. But anyway, they have, they're now gone and we have hydrangeas there. And also pets. we planted uh, earlier, probably a couple months ago, we planted a guara garden yeah, along top of the, the top, along the edge. I mean, there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of exciting things happening in the spring. I think we've done a lot of, I think we've done a fair amount of work this year on the garden. And I just ordered uh, probably seven or 800 bulbs to plant. Oh yeah. And, that's going to be fun. Yeah. And we're going to be planting all through like kind of a, it's a naturalizing bulbs that we're putting into our lawn. So that'll be fun for you to plant. Now I might plant right. some of them, but yeah, it's going to be a lot, a lot of holes in the yard. We also got two trees, which I think are pretty exciting. One is a maple tree, uh, and it's actually 18 feet tall. It's pretty tall. And it is yes. a, it's a October glory is what it's called. And it is very fiery red in October, of course. Which is now this month. So we're looking forward to seeing the, uh, the colors. The glory. The right, right. And we planted it next to the house so that it could... It could naturally keep some of the sun off of the house in the summer, but let it through in the yes. winter. So, and then we also got a plum tree, a, a cherry plum tree, thunderstorm is the variety we got. So it's a purple tree and it's going to be very beautiful in the spring and maybe edible plums. We'll see how good they are. That, that tree joins our apple tree, cherry tree, and peach tree. The whole place is starting to be populated with all of this type, uh, all these different types of vegetation. And uh, I feel that it might just be my imagination, but we seem to be getting a lot of birds, blue jays and cardinals and finches and various other types of birds. Yeah. Uh, we, we even saw when it was a little warmer, we saw a couple of hummingbirds and uh, that was pretty exciting. So mm -hmm. um, they were they were hanging around the, the red guara. Yeah. What else did we see wildlife wise? It wasn't as exciting. Oh, there. Well, we, we are you talking about the fox? No. Oh, uh, let's see. 
talking about what, what is it what are we talking about the rat oh yes the, well there was a there was a rat but but apparently the rat is not around or has moved on really the reason we're doing all this is to have a haven for birds and insects and animals and i have this week gone to the uh, national wildlife federation website which is nwf.org and i certified our garden which oh cool entails me just checking off these things that i said you know it's kind of like a self-certification so but we do get a pretty cool plaque that we get to hang on our fence and the reason nice. i'd be doing that is because i just i think there's lots of things we could do i mean i know there are lots of things we can do in our gardens to help the wildlife and so you know maybe someone else will look it up and think hey that looks like fun i'm gonna i'm gonna do that too and help the wildlife and so the certification requirements were kind of interesting to me they need to be providing food and the way you would do that would be like through um you know berries and like our apples and whatever else the birds and animals can eat these these various berries and even, even dead trees can provide food and we have some of those too they attract insects mosses stuff like that yes anyway yes. it's all over uh, the whole website we got seeds and berries and we don't have bird feeders because of the rat but i wish we right. could because i i would like to feed the birds um but we can feed them with all of the different native plants we're planning on planting in the spring as well and then you're supposed to have somewhere for them to hide where they can take cover like in dead trees again or like bats bees pollinators yeah, yeah. Those, all those things um you have to have let's say a brush or log pile dense shrubs yeah. or thicket uh, ground cover, a bramble patch, a rock pile, or a rock wall. So, I mean, the, th the reason I'm reading all these things out is because I think people, a lot of people could certify their gardens and maybe it'll it'll start a trend in your neighborhood and yeah. that will help everybody. So also you're supposed to employ sustainable practices such as not using Roundup, that sort of thing. Organic practices like eliminating chemical pesticides and eliminating chemical fertilizers and Controlling exotic species, like not having invasive plants. Reducing your lawn area, which we're planning to do with clover. Yeah. We haven't done it yet with that. But anyway, you only have to choose like two. You only have to check off a couple things in here. So almost everybody, if you're trying a little bit, should be able to should be able to get your garden certified. There has to be a place yes. where they can, all these animals and insects and birds can raise their young. So... Again, the dead trees. Just leave the dead trees. I think that's the message of the day. But one of the great things about this property is the soil is, and, and the um, arborists have commented on it, the soil is, is beautiful soil for growing things. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a real nice mixture of a little bit of clay, a little bit of sand. It's really easy to dig and mm -hmm. to plant. So, And the plants seem to be really uh, loving it. So it's good. That's good. I, Ar Arlington... I had a pick. I had a pickaxe where I was oh, trying to break apart. Oh my god! Apart. I know. So many rocks. It was so hard to dig holes there. Yeah, it was very hard. But we did yeah, it. We did. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad. It, I'm glad it's far better here. And we've been taking down vines, invasive. Um, oh, what's it called? Oh Bittersweet gosh. and other other things. You've been working hard at that. Yeah. Yeah, and all, another good news. You don't have to pay defense for a couple of years, so that's a chore. Yeah, that can be put yeah. off for a while. We also have uh, made some progress with the paint on the the facade of the house, the front of the house. Yeah. 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 There's been a lot of prep, and it looks nice and clean, and um, 
the painters are coming back, I think, in about a week and a half to start to put on the first uh, of two coats. Yeah. And um, we're looking forward to seeing the color really. Oh, I love it when a real bit. color comes on. Yeah, right now it's just white, which yeah. is good. It looks it looks it looks nice and uh, neat now. So right. But I don't think I'm going to be able to get my front my my two little front beds planted before it gets too cold because we have to wait. Yeah, it's starting to get. Yeah, it's that okay. could be cutting it close. We'll That's see. all right. I'll plant that. I'll plant that in the spring. We got we got two climbing roses that go over the at the arbor. Right. So those will be fun. Yeah. yeah so I mean, cool. I guess that's it. So we'll check in again next month. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time. And I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad, or a suggestion for a new episode. Send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.